go home. Go home. Go home. And welcome to another episode of the Go Home Show. It is a paper review, our fifth paper review. I'm your host, Eric Bedore, along with my co-host, tag team partner, best friend, Brian Abushakar. Brian, Yo, what how up? are you doing today? I am good. Brian, this was going to be the 100th episode. Yes, it was. But guess what? It's not. It's fucking not. Listen, if you're listening to this podcast and you're expecting episode 100 of the Go Home Show, you got yep. one more week to go. Yep. Listen, uh, who's listening to this? Chad. Well. Jesus, do you calling him out? You're gonna get voodoo fucking fucked up. No, again. no, because he fucked himself. His name not even Chad. Yeah. Oh, uh, that that's the uh, the little caveat to the last uh, to the last episode where uh, Chad Chad fucked Brian up and gave him a nosebleed and all this stuff. The guy's name in the chat was Chad. His name is not Chad. Yeah, I think it's like Will. Yeah, we found out after the show his name is not Chad. <laughs> so so thanks, Chad. Shouts out, John Cena. I know you're listening to this. This is not the 100th episode. Uh, so you got time, you yeah. got, you got a couple of, you got a couple of weeks before you make contact with us. Just shoot us an email, go home, show up, make it 64.com. Let us know, uh, what time you want to be on, what, how, like how long you want your segment to be. There's a dog outside John Cena. Oh. And is that dog going to go find you? Bloodhound status? Track well, you down? I mean, he might. I won't say yes, but you know what? I won't say no. He's, I know John Cena's doing that new show on Fox, which is weird. What show? I don't know it's, what show. I, I remember being at the bar we were at last night, and I saw John Cena on TV, not in wrestling gear. He's on some sh- new Fox show that's coming out. I don't know the name of it. I didn't know that he was on it until last night I saw it at a bar. Huh. Uh, I didn't know John... Oh, yeah. John Cena was out for a little while to record a show. Yeah. but I, I forgot about that. It's like... I think it's one of those, like, uh, Road Rules-style, like, competition shows. Oh. Yeah. So... Cool. Yeah. What a weird guy to... Uh... What what a weird guy to have like host your show. Mm, yeah, I don't know if he's the if he's the actual host or one of few like coaches <laughs> or whatever. If it's one of those types of shows, but they, I mean, they featured him a few times in it. So, huh. know, good job, John. Way to go, John. Big game, John. Well, John, if you're if you're willing to go on other shows, we'll have you. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're not doing anything, I guess just uh, hit us up, tweet at us at Go Home Show on Twitter, yeah. and let us know. But Brian, yes. again, not the hundredth episode. This is a paper review because I'm out of town. I'm going to be at, uh, be in Chicago, uh, Chi-Town's finest, word up, Chi-Town, uh, yeah, I've never been to Chicago, I'm excited, so, uh, C2E2, if you're going to be at C2E2, come out and say, hey, uh, the Mega 64 booth is booth 42069, what up, ah, yeah, slammo, I don't know what number we are, um, but come on out to C2E2, say hey, and check it out, but in the meantime, god, this dog, like, go find John Cena already. Yeah. Jesus. For for goodness sake. <coughs> Fucking yapping outside. Is that dog Cena? <clears throat> Whoa. Maybe maybe that's him. It's a dog in a John Cena shirt. It lived next door to us the whole time. He knew the whole time that yep. he was the dog. Yep, he yeah. did. But who was the cat? Anyway, anyway. Brian. <laughs> Brian. It's another episode of Paper Review. <clears throat> we figured we'd do something timely. Yeah. Um, since uh, Roadblock came out this week uh, brian's reading his notes very diligently or at least trying uh is do you have a scoop i think i think okay cool i think i have a scoop okay uh holy chips is the new chant oh 
I do remember this. I do remember this. You decided that Holy Chips was the new chant. And then you told me that that was going to be your scoop. And then that was the end of the conversation. I'm going to be very honest with you guys before we jump into this show. Uh, we were going out with our good friend Eric Lardy uh, from, uh, from fame of other podcast stories uh, of him being drunk and rolling down a hill and not spilling a drop of his alcohol. Uh, so that means I drank hard. Uh, and I remember watching Roadblock and getting to the end and uh, about an hour later sitting there going, was I just drunk because I don't remember any of this episode of, or not episode, but this, <coughs> this show? Uh-huh. Or was this show really just that uneventful? So this morning I went through and skimmed through the entire pay-per-view uh-huh. again, or uh-huh. whatever you want to call it. And uh, it, it, was, it was a little bit of a, a both, uh, but mostly a very not memorable show. Yeah, to be fair, uh, we went into it going like, hey, we're gonna, we're gonna do this, uh, this pay-per-view is gonna be really awesome, uh, you know, it'll be timely, it'll be short, everyone will be able to watch it, it's on the network, uh, we watched it, and it was just like, it felt like, uh, homework. Mm-hmm. I don't know another way to describe That's it. That's a really good way to describe it. Right? Uh, I, I really felt like I fucked up. Like, honestly, I, I woke up this morning, or not woke up this morning, but like really an hour later, I was sitting there going, did I, like, I fucked up. I think I drank too much. I mean, I definitely Well, well to be much. fair, I yes. Did, I definitely drank yes. too much. But, <laughs> but that just maybe didn't have as much impact yeah. on your viewing mm-hmm. as you thought it did. Yeah. I, I really I really thought I was like, oh man, I dropped the ball here with like being too drunk for this because uh, it's just, I, I felt like underwhelmed or maybe I just wasn't paying attention or I don't know. No, it was just the, the show. Yeah. Like the, the crowd wasn't hot. They weren't popping for, for much. Yeah. The booking ended up being really weird. Like, it, like really weird. Yep. Um, and then... Just really, the the only eventful thing I want to say was, uh, for me, was the was the main, and even that wasn't that great. But, I mean, I would call that like a 6 out of 10 for the match, 7 out of 10 maybe. I liked it. Like I it thought, was average. I, I, thought it was, I thought it was good, but the whole, like, when you know the finish is the finish the mm-hmm. whole time, like, what are you, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah. I mean, nobody was surprised, I mean, if you were, you're dumb, but nobody was surprised by the outcome of, of that match. Uh, this episode is dedicated to our friend Jonathan. Uh, shouts out Big John, who said, uh, watching Roadblock, I realized Sheamus went from WWE world champ to part of a faction and a nobody in three months. What the fuck? And I said, to be fair, he wasn't really anybody before he was world champ. He just, he was just a body right now. And then he said, yeah, normally they give a person a briefcase, uh, and then they push him, they push around him. It's almost like he won it by mistake. (laughs) And I said, uh, I think they put it on him and said, we'll figure it out later, but never bothered. And then he said, that's exactly what it seemed like. Bring back Russo. So, Jonathan, <laughs> when the going gets tough, bring back bring, bring back Vince Russo. Awesome, man. Well, <laughs> he and I were talking at the bar about how he's he just got, and I can't believe he did this, but uh, he just got through watching all the Attitude Era Raws. Yeah, and um, and he was like, you know, just tell me how how much more exciting <coughs> the writing was, and we were well, watching one. You know what's really funny is that Russo was a catalyst to that, mm-hmm. but he wasn't. He worked well within that system because he was told no, and then he went to WCW where he was told yes Mm -hmm. all the time, and uh, it's the same when you have somebody who's creative, and they want to be creative, and they work with shackles, and you get something uh, within a budget Mm -hmm. that, like, 
when you have constraints on people, they have to work within the constraints and be more creative in that environment. Mm -hmm. And then you get something like True Detective Season 1. And then uh, when that's a hit, and then they go, come back and do another one. You can do whatever you want. And then you get True Detective Season 2. <laughs> so it, uh, just look at it that way. When you have someone with, uh, when the chains are off, as mm -hmm. Curtis Axel would say, um, <laughs> it's harder to create something that's cohesive that's not just living inside your head. Mm -hmm. Sometimes those constraints help. Russo was around and did a lot in the Attitude Era and was told, you know, and he, and he reigned stuff in and everything like that. But he wasn't around, I think, for as long as a lot of people think he was. Not in the WWE. <clears throat> yeah, and it's because he went to WCW and that was their, you know, that led to a lot of, like, their downfall. He was the guy that, you know, there's, I don't really care for him, whatever, but, mm -hmm. um, you know, there are things that I liked and disliked about what he did. He was a guy who pushed for everyone on the roster needs to have something to do, which is... I agree Great. With that. Yeah. And also, you end up with Mosh and Thrasher. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you, you know, you, you get you get less than memorable storylines. Mm -hmm. But it's better than what we have now. Absolutely. Where, where people aren't doing anything. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, I'm not saying by any means bring Vince Russo back, because please don't. Please but, don't. But I think that he added a lot or changed attitudes in wrestling. So Jonathan shouts out for getting us thinking yeah. in a different way. Cause, cause that's true. Like that he and I continued the conversation just real quick. Uh, and I was like, I think people forget how bad on a whole WCW actually was mm -hmm. that. Yes. They started like they effectively really started the attitude <coughs> era. Right. Like, and, and the whole like Monday night wars, but their product in, on a whole was never better than the WWEs, except for the cruiserweights. Well, that's that's the problem, is that I think I think a big thing that people don't... Again, I'm, I'm going back. A big thing that people don't realize, uh, something, something that maybe isn't is normally viewed, is mm -hmm. everyone remembers the undercard for WCW, mm -hmm. <clears throat> because the undercard was phenomenal. Yeah. Everyone remembers the main events in WWF, because their main events were phenomenal. Mm -hmm. When you order a pay-per-view, and... Your undercard is Scotty Too Hotty versus Dean Malenko, and they can put on a good match. Mm -hmm. But your main event is The Rock versus Stone Cold. You're gonna walk away going, "That was fucking crazy. That was awesome." Because The Rock versus Stone Cold is an awesome main event that's gonna leave a really good taste in your mouth. Right. When your undercard is Chris Jericho and Juventud Guerrera, and you're like, "This is fucking phenomenal. Like I've never seen anything like this." Rey Mysterio versus Ultimo Dragon. I've never fucking seen anything like this. Chris Benoit is wrestling Eddie Guerrero. Like this Damn. is crazy. That's so good. And then your main event is Hulk Hogan versus Sid Vicious or Rowdy Roddy Piper versus Goldberg. Like, yeah, Kevin Kevin Nash <laughs> I, against Jeff Jarrett or what? Like, you're going to walk away with more of a sour taste in your mouth. Yeah. You're just going to go like, yeah, I mean, the uh, smaller matches were good, but like that main event sucked. Yeah. When your main events suck it leaves a really sour taste in people's mouths. Mm -hmm. especially, it, and it's hard to come back from that. Especially when you have somebody like who's as big as Goldberg, uh -huh. and then he can't... And I don't mean to not... I know we've all talked about how bad he is in wrestling, but he really is that, like, bad. Yeah. Like, three moves, that's it. Listen, he, not, not everyone's gonna wrestle a 20-minute match and make it phenomenal. Mm -hmm. I get that. It's not gonna happen. Yeah. Some guys just need to go out there and do three moves and win the thing, and that's cool. Mm -hmm. The problem is when you start flexing roles and you take the guy who only does three moves and you make him wrestle fifteen minute matches. Yep. What are you? How? What are you doing? Yep. 
What I, hey, I'm not saying that people shouldn't be allowed to do that stuff because maybe there is flex in that situation, but it, uh, more more often than not, there's not. Mm-mm. So, you know, working within your something WWF did really well was was adapting mm-hmm. and working within your roles and letting guys going with guys who got hot. Yeah, and WCW was the opposite of all that. And now WWE is doing all the stuff that WCW did. Because this actually... <laughs> so it, funny. In a very inadvertent way, because we I did <laughs> not plan to have this tie, tie back into Roadblock, but that is how Roadblock felt. Mm-hmm. Roadblock felt like a WCW pay-per-view. The main event was pretty cool. <coughs> the undercard was just like... It just felt... I, I my, my biggest note was the show felt very slapped together, and the crowd didn't care for anything. Yeah, uh, it, it was... I thought the main event was probably the best match on the card, mm-hmm. but... Uh, it's not saying a lot. I mean, I, I can't be too upset about this. It's It was a free event on... It was like on the network. Mm-hmm. I wasn't going to get a free wrestling show or, or another wrestling... I say free like I'm not paying for the network. I wasn't going to get a wrestling show on Saturday night. Mm-mm. And there was one. Yeah. And, you know, it's cool that it was another one of those kind of glorified um, house shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, man, it, it didn't... F- I. I just got the sense that they were trying to make it feel a little bit bigger than it was, and it just felt like a televised house show. It didn't feel like I don't have a problem with an that. Event. And I think I think a lot of people I think a lot of people are in the same boat as you. I think there are a lot of people who are like, yeah, this just felt like a televised house show, mm-hmm. and I'm like, yeah, it's I don't I don't mind. I like house shows. Yeah, well, and I don't see I don't mind that either because you get longer matches and you get more <coughs> wrestling. Uh-huh. But it felt like they were trying to push it to be something more than it was. And I can that, agree. That I can agree with that. With I can agree with that. Because if they it, televise more house shows like that. Hey, that, that would be cool, eh? Every Saturday night you get, like, whatever house show is being shown, like, just yep. to get wrestling. Yep. That'd be cool. But that's not that's not how they build it. They build it like, hey, this is the pay-per-view. Like, things can happen here. Titles I think, might change hands. I think the detriment to it is that no titles changed hands. Mm-hmm. Nothing exciting really happened. Yep. And we're three weeks out from WrestleMania. And Jesus. we know four matches. Yeah. So, it, this match, or the, this event was booked to the detriment of wrestlemania uh-huh nothing cha- did anything change did anything change no i mean it, it the only thing that changed was that dean ambrose looks very very believable in uh in the in the run for the wwe championship but i still don't think we're gonna see him in the in the real championship picture for another six months at least he lost clean to triple h i mean i <clears throat> i agree he lost he lost clean but the whole match he looked triple h made him look great yeah, Triple H is always I, good to sell for other people. I agree with that. I just thought that it was kind of like, uh, I just don't know why this exists. I agree. I guess you got to get more heat on Triple H, but do you think he came out of that looking like he has more heat Mm-mm. now? No, because especially the the false finish mm-hmm. had had nothing to do with Triple H. Where, where like, you have... Yeah, Triple H got beat. Yeah, Triple H got beat... <laughs> Which is cool. Dean Ambrose won one clean in big quotation marks. Yep. One clean against, uh, I'm sorry, Dean Ambrose won clean against Triple H. But it wasn't like, oh, Triple H had his foot under the rope. It, it or... wasn't. It there was no screwy thing on the part of Triple H. So I don't know how the heat from Dean Ambrose's foot being under the bottom rope, which it was not, uh, transfers onto Triple H. Yeah, which he, is... Triple H squeaked out a win against Dean Ambrose. And it was like, okay. Yeah, if anything, Triple H looks less believable. Yeah, if yeah, if anything, he looks incredibly beatable right now. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, if anything, we walked out of Roadblock knowing for a fact that Roman Reigns is going to win at WrestleMania. I mean, I, I mean solidifying the fact I, that I, he's going to win. I mean, Triple H barely beat Dean Ambrose. Yeah. I Okay, I don't know. I guess we'll get into the event. <laughs> <laughs> really wasn't expecting to have that much to talk about at the front. But, yeah. Um, here we are. Uh, Brian, it's Roadblock. Great. Uh, Brian wrote Cockblock. Well, Andrew said that at the end uh, when I was reviewing it just before I came over here. He's like, cock-blocked to WrestleMania. It, man, I don't, like, the fucking speed bump to WrestleMania. Nothing happened. <laughs> Nothing at all. Like, if you're gonna call it, if you're gonna call it Roadblock, have something, like, crazy happen. Have Dean Ambrose win, honestly, and then have him be stripped of the title the next night because Triple H thought it was a cheap win or some bullshit like that. I was, I was honestly expecting this first match to be a title change. I agree. The New Day comes out and they cut a promo. Uh, they're showing they have cereal, Budio's cereal, <laughs> and there's, uh, this is a real thing that you can buy. Oh, for real? If you buy, their new t-shirt is the front of that box. Oh, that's cool. And if you order it, it comes in a, in that cereal oh, box. that's cool. <laughs> so good for them doing some different stuff with merch and everything. They cut a promo about the League of Nations and how they suck. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought this was a fine promo. It was New Day's standard fare for promos, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, and then League of Nations, Sheamus and Barrett come down. So I was convinced that the League of Nations were going to lose. Or I'm sorry, we're going to win. Mm-hmm. I, I thought that they were going to walk out with the titles because here's how here's how I book it. Right. They have, a, and a, immediately they came out and I went, oh, I'm wrong. Because I was expecting all four of them mm-hmm. and didn't realize there was another event the same night in Atlantic City. Yeah, neither so, did I. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so I thought all four of them were going to come out. And then, you know how the New Day has been winning with like the numbers game, but you know, they're kind of facing everybody cheers them, whatever. Yeah. Um, the New Day wins with like the numbers game. I thought they were going to lose because of the numbers game. Yeah, that I th- been If there cool. were all four of them and Woods causes a distraction, but then. Alberto Del Rio causes a distraction on the other side, and then Rusev pulls Woods down and takes him out. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you're kind of changing that numbers game. And then you have the League of Nations win. Yeah. So the League of Nations have the tag titles, and then the New Day chases them into WrestleMania. Yep. That would have been cool. That makes sense to me. Yeah. Even though it's kind of, you're just kind of hot-shotting the title for the sake of, like, a cheap storyline. Fine. It's better than, uh, who are they wrestling at uh, WrestleMania? I have no idea. There you go. Are they wrestling? There's no. There's been no match announced. <laughs> well, I'm glad at the very least <coughs> that we have a Divas title match booked for WrestleMania. Yep. For the first time in how many years? Was it defended last year? I don't think it was. No, it was a tag match, I think. Yeah. No, no, that was... Yeah, it was. Because that was AJ's last pay-per-view, right? Yeah. 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 Yep, it was a tag match. That's so. right, because I remember thinking, like, AJ d- doesn't get to go out having her title defended at WrestleMania. Yep. So, uh, the League of Nations come down. It's Barrett and Sheamus, and it's just Barrett and Sheamus. Yeah. Uh, the New Day is in control. They do Unicorn Stampede early. Uh, Sheamus goes to the top and hits a battering ram. And there's heat on Kofi throughout. Uh, they're just beating him down and beating him down, uh, cycling in and out. And uh, hot tag to Big E. Big E comes in, starts throwing belly-to-belly suplexes, overhead belly-to-belly suplexes, and regular ones, and then he does his big splash. That was pretty cool. Uh, Barrett comes in, does a uh, does a tornado suplex. It's like a tornado DDT mm-hmm. from that top rope. You know, he, he so Barrett's sitting on the top rope, mm-hmm. and then Big E is uh, all, you know on the ground like he's gonna 
eat a tornado DDT, but Barrett throws the arm over, he spins, and then when he lands, goes into the suplex. That's pretty He's cool. done it a couple times before. I really like it. I think it looks really great. Um, it just it just adds a little twist, and it gives like a little gimmick to a mm-hmm. suplex. Um, there's a trouble in paradise, but it gets caught and reversed into a clover leaf. So there's a spot where it's like, oh, is he going to tap? Is he going to tap? Is he going to tap? And yeah. then um, Barrett goes to attack Big E, but Big E tosses Barrett into the barricade. The barricade. Ah. And then there's a tag uh, to Kofi by Big E, and he breaks up the uh, the cloverleaf. There's a weird botched dive. Big E goes for uh, the big ending, and they're going to hit Midnight Hour, which mm-hmm. is their, their finish. Uh, Sheamus reverses it <clears throat> and tosses Big E into the turnbuckle where Kofi is already standing. And Kofi, I think, is supposed to, like, leapfrog on both of them hmm. or like off or like over both of them doesn't and almost lands on his fucking head damn like the whole thing was oh that was close oh that was close and, uh, <laughs> it was really scary uh woods distracts the ref and then there's a big ending to uh wade barrett and the new day retain over the league of nations yep what'd you think uh i mean i i'm not surprised at what happened i wish that some like you said something else did or there was like a screwy finish or you know, disqualification because of something else. But like, yeah, I didn't know that there was a, until this morning when I was reading a little bit more online, I didn't know that there was a separate show in, like in another city. Yep. Because apparently there's like an hour long match between uh, Kevin Owens and AJ Styles. No, like, it was a, it was a 30 minute Iron Man match. That's right. In the Atlantic City. I'm trying to find it. Somebody tweeted out 18 minutes of it, but they said like, oh, the first 10 are uneventful. And it's like, oh, okay. Well, I'd still like to see it. Apparently it's on YouTube somewhere, but I'm sure it's already down. Um, I don't know if somebody was, I don't know if it was somebody's camera that was recording it or if it was shot on, you know, WWE's cameras. No, 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 no. It was like somebody's cell phone in the uh, crowd. Dang. Yeah. I, I would have really liked to see that, but, uh, whatever. I mean, instead we got, um, we got the next match, which is, uh, is that Brock Lesnar versus Luke Harper? For what? Say that again? I said, wasn't, instead of getting like good matches, what, we got this next match, which I, I wasn't too impressed with Luke Harper versus Brock Lesnar. Do you think that's the next match? Uh, yeah, there's matches I missed, huh? I, I told are you, you. Are you serious? I wrote other things hey, happen. Hey, and then t- the next t- hey Brian, to be fair, you're showing me your notes like I can fucking read well, them. Well, that's his Luke Harper versus... Other... Other... other nope, hang on. Other... Sting... Steinies... Things... Ha- happen. Lance... Havlin... Checkmark... Room... T- Labs Nim. Uh-huh. And Blimb. <laughs> ass. <laughs> flump. Mesrum. Hey. Hey, Brian. When this episode goes live, can you please tweet that section of your notes? Oh, uh, I think that says dumbass fucking match. <laughs> it's, it's so, it's so illegible. Like, you have notes that, like, your handwriting, I think, looks good. Yeah. It's I think it's legible. Yeah. I think it looks like a man's handwriting. Mm-hmm. It looks good. This is, this looks like it was written by a chicken. Yep. Like, not chicken scratch. Uh-uh. No, it looks like somebody put a, like a, like a pen in a chicken's mouth and the <laughs> chicken went like, I can write this. I can fucking write. This is insane. What is this? I don't know. <laughs> Kevin, so Cody is great. Jesus Christ. Hey, I don't even know if this is on the same line. Hey, bye. Um... Cole something. I don't even know. You guys are going to love this. Oh my <laughs> god. 
Jesus Christ, <laughs> man. No, wait, wasn't there a Divas match after this or something? Nope. Is this when I got up to make pizza and then forgot I made a pizza? Yep. I was good enough to set a timer. <laughs> you did you did set it you did talk to your phone long enough to set a timer. That is true. <laughs> oh god, what was the next <laughs> Well, Paul Heyman cuts a promo backstage oh, yeah. with that Greg guy from NXT. Mm-hmm. Jesus, dude. I, I do remember holy that. Holy fuck. Are I you do. sure? Uh, Paul Heyman cuts a great promo. His promos are second to none. Oh, I yeah. mean, this is fantastic. He just talks about how he's the conqueror, and he's great. Mm-hmm. I, I love I love Paul Heyman. Uh, the next match, mm-hmm. Chris Jericho comes to the ring. Oh, yeah. It takes forever for him to come down, right? He walks down to the ring. He grabs a microphone, and he cuts a promo. Yeah. A scathing promo, because he needs all the heat he can get. Yep. And guess what? He did it. Yep. Well, he's in Toronto talking about how much he hates being Canadian. He said that he's ashamed to be Canadian. You want to chant for AJ Styles, you can go to hell. The chant, the crowd starts chanting, we want Brett. He said, you want Brett, you're never getting him again. Damn. He said that uh, he's ashamed to be, Cana- to be Canadian. He asked if people know why he left Canada. He said because Canada stinks. Literally stinks. It smells. And Toronto is the anus. <laughs> so the crowd starts chanting asshole. Uh-huh. Mission accomplished. Good job. How are we going to continue this heat? We got to put him against someone who's going to keep that heat going. Mm-hmm. You know what? You got to find a, a hero that the people of Canada can get behind. Neville. The, the people that, you know, an underdog guy... That the crowd is known to love. Who do you think he wrestled, Brian? Uh, I know it wasn't Sami Zayn. No, it was not Sami Zayn. But it should no, it shouldn't have been because he sh- he definitely needed to win by cheating. Uh, who did he wrestle? I don't know. I'm gonna guess. Go ahead. You're never gonna get it right. Mm, this is the best. Mm, mm. I'm trying. Hey, here's the problem. I'm trying to think of who's on the fucking card. Go ahead. Go I'm ahead. I'm trying to think of who's no, on the roster no, who's still it, around. Think, think. Think. Who? Who can we? Who can we put in this match? Who's Curtis the- Axel. No. Give you one more guess. Oh no! It was Jack Swagger. It was Jack Swagger. They're in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, and they send out the All American American <laughs> to fight the Canadian. <laughs> That's great. How was the match? It was the most face-heel match I think I have ever seen on WWE TV. Oh, man. I feel bad for Jack Swagger. Jericho begs off at the beginning and goes to the outside. Mm -hmm. He comes back in. They call her an elbow tie-up or whatever until we get to the corner. And then Jericho, like, cheap shots Jack Swagger. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, oh, this is everything. They're just trying to make, like, the most down-the-middle-of-the-road I am the bad guy, you are the good guy match. Great. And that's all it was. There was not much going on here. There's CM Punk chance. The crowd is uh, not really feeling this. Uh, but to be fair, I don't blame them. Nope. Uh, Jack Swagger goes for the Swagger Bomb, but it gets evaded. Chris Jericho goes for Alliance Alt, but he misses. And then Jack Swagger hits the, the actual Swagger Bomb. So we just uh, uh, we just did that. That's cool. I guess. Yep. Did he win? No. The walls of Jericho gets reversed into an ankle lock. Gets squirmed out of. Jericho hits an enziguri. The code breaker gets blocked into that uh, 
that like power slam type move that Jack Swagger does, where it's like over one shoulder and he kind of like drives him down oh, into the yeah. mat, which I like. I like that yeah. move. Um, and then Jericho locks in the walls of Jericho and he taps. Here's here's the saddest part to me is that you're not going to remember. Mm-hmm. This match was fine. It was whatever. It was down the middle of the road. What what are you supposed to fucking do? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, I think that you. I think that this could have been booked better by having somebody else in there for like that match. But I guess with the split roster, you know, whatever. Yeah. <coughs> the best part at the end of this was JBL's commentary. What did he say? He's so elated that Chris Jericho has won. <laughs> And he said that he's way better than AJ Styles, and he's a veteran, and, and he and that redneck rookie needs to look out because uh, Chris Jericho's coming for him. And he goes on and on. And Michael Cole tries to get in a word in edgewise, and J- JBL turns it up, and he's louder. He's screaming into his microphone. He's yelling about how great Chris, the great Chris Jericho pulls it out. You, those are the cry. You still got it. Oh, I remember this. You still I got know, it. I remember this. You still got it. <laughs> You still got it. You still got it. I love you JBL. still got it. I fucking love JBL. You still got it. Like, he screamed it so nobody could get another word in. He kept going. People on the internet were complaining about it. Fuck you. No. That was the best thing mm-hmm. JBL has ever done. That was phenomenal. That was so what an asshole. I love JBL. He's screaming as Chris Jericho walks up the frame. He's screaming, you still got it. I do remember this, actually. <laughs> I do. Oh, God. If you don't watch any of Roadblock, just watch that part. Mm-hmm. Just watch the part where you think you think that I just yelled it too many times. He yelled it no. more than I did. I remember watching it again. I fast-forwarded through it because I'm like, oh, my God, he's still going. <laughs> he just, and then I'd stop because I'd only fast-forward like, 15 seconds or something and he was still was going so, and i'm like shut the it fuck was so up funny. <laughs> oh my god that's great <laughs> oh man next we get the nxt tag titles on the line enzo and Cass against the revival enzo and Cass are super over mm-hmm. the crowd was way 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 into enzo and Cass. Uh, and to be fair, I thought Enzo and Cass really fucking brought it in this yeah. match. I thought they looked great here. I hate the name of the revival for Dash and Dawson. Yep. I hate it. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's really bad. I'm, mm. I'm pretty sure it's also the title of a Selena Gomez album. Is it? I'm pre- like, yeah, I'm pretty sure. So there you go, guys. It's, uh, a revival. Why can't they be called the Mechanics? That was a great name. I thought that was a good name. That was a fantastic name. <coughs> Enzo and Cass are in control. Well, Enzo and Cass come out and cut a promo. Right. And the crowd saying every word with them. And oh, that, of course. And that was great. Uh, Enzo and Cass are in control early. Uh, Cass just starts tossing dudes into dudes. Like, he's tossing, uh, Dash Wilder into Scott Dawson, and they're rolling around and going to the outside, and then he tosses Enzo into both of those guys. Damn. He's just, like, picking up guys who are way smaller than him and throwing those guys into other guys, and it's like, fuck, that was awesome. I thought that was really cool. Uh, heat on Enzo, he gets his arm worked over, he's getting beat down and beat down, uh... Dawson and Dash are doing what they do best, which is, you know, distraction, quick tag, working the arm, working that kind of stuff. Um, I like, Michael Cole seemed to really like Scott and uh, Dash. Mm -hmm. Like, he was really putting them over. Yeah. There were a couple of spots where uh, Enzo was trying to make the hot tag to cast, so he's getting beat down and everything. And then uh, he knocks both both of the Revival to the outside, and Enzo goes back to the inside, and he tries to make this hot tag. 
but Scott Dawson goes in and essentially hits like a pounce on Enzo. Yeah. Before he can make that tag, clears him all the way to like the outside of the ring. And Michael Cole sells it like it's a finishing move. Like, I thought Cole put the revival over huge here. I thought he made them look like yeah. way bigger stars than they like come off as. Yeah. Um, so I was really happy with Cole's commentary in this match. Uh, I really, I thought it was very good for the most part. Uh, eventually they work back and there's a hot tag to Big Cass. Big Cass just starts throwing and Michael Cole's calling it Empire Elbow and, and, and yeah. East River Crossing and all this stuff. He's like, all the moves. Like he's naming the moves. That's awesome. Hitting all this shit. I thought that was really great. They go for a rocket launcher, but Dawson pulls uh, Enzo off the top rope, and then uh, Cass goes to hunt him down, but Scott Dawson hides behind Carmella, who gives him a slap. Should have been DQ. Yep. But, you know, who, 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 who am I to say? Who, who am I to say? Uh, and then uh, they hit a shatter machine on the outside to Big Cass. Yeah. Cass is just effectively fucked. He's I, out and I down. remember seeing that was fucking brutal. Enzo hits a big flying diving DDT, and then... Uh, Scott Dawson goes for a roll-up, but uh, there's a kick-out. And then Enzo goes to the top rope again, and he just eats a shatter machine. Or no, no, he doesn't go to the top rope. Dash Wilder goes to the top rope. Mm. And then Scott Dawson lifts Enzo up and uh, eats a shatter machine coming off of the top. That that looked fucking awesome. I remember that finish. That looked really cool. That looked great. And uh, so the Revival retain. Mm -hmm. Why? I don't know. Because now you have... I mean, I guess it's not an official NXT event or whatever, <coughs> but now you have, you've had them chasing the titles. This was supposed to be it. And then like... London was supposed to be it. Right. I mean, this is the <clears throat> second, third? This is like the third time. The third time. What, like, what are we going to do na- at, at, at how many NXT times can, How many times can Enzo and Cass lose before I just go, oh, you guys lose. I don't know what you want. Yeah. I mean, are they, are they going to be in the tag picture at Dallas? Right? I mean, they have to be, but... But why? Why do they deserve it? Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess. They, I mean, that, I mean that's, I, I assume that's where the tag titles change hands. I mean, I think, yeah, we're going to see a lot of titles change hands. I think Enzo and Cass probably are never going to win the NXT tag titles and they'll get called up to the main roster. Do you think maybe that's what this was? Maybe. This, like, because... A test for them on the main roster? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, uh, they are fucking great here. I thought they worked such a great big man, little man gimmick. Yeah. Like... It is all heat on Enzo. Like, Enzo does some stuff or whatever, and he has those hope spots. But his job is to go hot tag Big Cass, and Cass comes in and cleans house. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it, it either either Cass wins or there's another turn, and Enzo gets the tag back in, and he either wins the match by hook or crook, or he loses by getting beat. Mm-hmm. And, and you keep the heat off of Cass... So that way he stays looking strong, and Enzo can take those losses because he's small. Little, yeah, he's Enzo. He's small. Yeah. It's, I think they work a great gimmick of big man, little man, and I don't think that you have another tag team like that in WWE right now. No, at all. No, not at all. And not and, and I haven't seen one in a long time that works this well. Yep. I think the last time you had one like this uh, was uh, Kane and Bryan. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, that, some, that's that's excellent. Yeah, yeah. You're absolutely right. I would say someone like uh, maybe Titus and... Uh, and um, Darren, Darren Young, but uh, they were never really. They they never worked that kind of gimmick. No, no, they were they were power and like finesse. It yep. wasn't like big man, small man. Nuh-uh. Uh, I mean, Darren Young wasn't that much smaller than no. uh, Titus O'Neil. Titus O'Neil is that big. Yep. But whatever. So now I guess we <coughs> we're going into Dallas with uh with nothing changed. So 
Don't worry, we're going into WrestleMania with nothing changed, uh-huh. too. Uh, we get a Natty promo backstage. She's wearing a really cool shirt of Brett and Owen. Yeah, I thought like, that was yeah, a cool shirt. Yeah, like, hey, we're friends. I thought, I don't know, I thought it was a cool shirt. And uh, she says that she's dedicating this match to uh, to Brett. Oh, that's nice. And I thought that was very nice. And then yep. Charlotte comes out and interrupts and says uh, she's talking a lot of shit and says that uh, she'll never get a title shot because uh, the hearts are losers. And then she says, well, I guess it's true what they say about flares. Like, you know. Blah, blah, blah. All this stuff. Okay. Yeah. That's neat. I don't know where this <clears throat> heart flare rivalry comes from. I think it's Brett and Rick. Yeah. But, like, yeah. I don't... Did they ever really have a, a rivalry? Maybe in WCW. I think... And I think there's, like, backstage, like, like that uh, kind of... Thing. that Like, that kind of thing. And I think that's where they're getting this from. Mm-hmm. It, I think it's dumb every time they play to it. But, you know what? That's just... That's me, I yeah. guess. Uh, it, I don't have to be... I don't have to be catered to for all this stuff because really it doesn't affect me that much. Uh, <clears throat> so Natty says that she wants title shot and she talks shit a lot of Charlotte and Charlotte says, okay, that'll teach you. Nice. Yeah, you'll <laughs> never get one. Okay, you got one. <laughs> and that was it. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's Natty versus Charlotte. This is the women's match. Brian, mm-hmm. there were two matches in between where you thought it was. Uh, Natty goes for a half crab. Uh, I'm sorry, Charlotte goes for a half crab, and then it gets reversed into a sharpshooter attempt, but uh, Charlotte gets away and out to the outside. Uh, there's a surfboard <clears throat> by Natty. I thought that looked really good. I mm-hmm. liked her surfboard a lot, mm-hmm. and then she, uh, we were, we watched that with Andrew, and he just went, oh, I'd do that, like the standing on like the back of the legs thing, because oh, it's, really? like it's a time massage thing. Oh. that That's why the standing there, like it doesn't hurt, like there's nothing there. Oh, really? Yeah, that's why they stand there. You can put a lot of pressure on it, and it doesn't hurt. Um, Interesting. Andrew's like, oh, I do that, like time massage, and then he put her, Daddy put Charlotte in the surfboard, and he went, I don't do, I don't do that, I don't do that part. I only just do the first part. <laughs> <laughs> so Natty goes to the surfboard, and then she slams uh, Charlotte face first into the ground, and then does that seated uh, run over where she like steps on her head and then yeah. tur- uh, hits the ropes and hits a drop kick. He loves that. Always spot. looks good. Uh, heat on Natty, getting beat down, and beat down, and beat down. And Ric Flair is there. And he's strutting. He's doing Ric Flair stuff on the outside. Styling and profiling. Natty makes a comeback, hits a side rush and leg sweep, hits her discus clothesline, and then goes for another sharpshooter. She hit the discus clothesline, and then you said, Michael Cole said, there it is, and you said, there what is? (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad I'm lucid enough to call out his bullshit. Yeah, there it is. There what is? And I went, the discus clothesline that she uses, and you know, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. What, like what? What's going to, what, you think the match is over? There you it go. Sh- that should be how she finishes a match because her discus clothesline's great, but. It looks really good. It, that's not. Yep. Uh, so Natty goes for a sharpshooter, but it gets uh, stopped. And then there's a figure eight and then a roll over and a roll back and a roll over and a roll back. And she's fighting through and Natty's yelling, I'm not going to tap. I'm not going to tap. I'm not going to tap. So Charlotte works her way <clears throat> over to the ropes, mm-hmm. pulls herself through the ropes, and starts hanging off the apron, mm-hmm. putting all that pressure for a five count on uh, Natty's legs. And I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is where the match really started picking up, and the crowd started chanting, this is awesome, because you got a lot of false finishes. Charlotte hits natural selection, and then there's a kick out. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> then Charlotte goes for the top rope for a moonsault. Natty pops up, catches her, and hits a sit-out powerbomb for oh, a kick out. Fuck. Yeah. And then... Natty locks in the sharpshooter, and the crowd, because they've been teased with it and teased with it, fucking explodes. Yeah. They finally get the sharpshooter. They're so excited. Sharpshooter's locked in. 
Ric Flair is reaching for the ropes and reaching for the ropes. And, or, he's reaching for Charlotte's hands from under the ropes. Right. And the, and the ref is going, hey, stop, blah, blah, blah. And then Natty lets go and she goes, what are you doing? And then there's a distraction roll up. Oh, cool. Where Charlotte puts her feet on the ropes to get the win. Brilliant. And um, so Natty, Natty gets one stolen out from under her. Dang. Sorry, Natty. Darn. Yep. What do you think of this match, Brian? Uh, I do. I do remember those parts of the match. Uh, I, I don't remember the sit out powerbomb, but that's the sit out powerbomb looked great. Yeah. She had her up, so Charlotte's on the top rope facing out, like she's going to do a moonsault. Right. And then Natty comes up and puts her in that powerbomb position and walks her out to like the middle of the ring. Oh yeah. And like holds it there for a while, and then like big ass fucking like Batista style sit out powerbomb. It looked awesome. Oh, the crowd started chanting, this is awesome for a women's match. Between two women who are not feuding. Mm-mm. That means they, they just put, had a match. They just put on a good match. Like, pay attention. Fuck. I don't know. It's, uh, I mean, again, the booking for all of this slapped together just didn't seem like it mattered. Nope. And, uh, and this is, this is evident of it, but. Yep. No, that's 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 great. I hope that they that we see a few uh, between them in the future. Natty really needs to be wrestling all of these girls because she's already been wrestling, mm-hmm. and it's. I think it's not fair that she's <coughs> being included in all of this. I agree. Like it's just the three or four girls. Come on, it's Natalia's been around forever. She's incredible. She's fast. She's got power. She's got the technical aspect. I think she's really attractive. Yeah. I think. I think she. I. I don't think they think she's attractive. Oh, like in t- not you, you mean not just like as a as a cell? Yeah, no, I just I don't think they think she's pretty, which is crazy. I yeah, I mean she's I think she's one of the hottest people on the roster. Like hands down, every time I see her, I'm like, oh my god, she's so hot. Like even when I was reviewing the match before I came over here, I'm like, Andrew, this woman is so hot, and he's like, I know you said it last night, and I'm like, but Andrew, <laughs> look at how fucking like just hot she is. It's crazy, and I don't know. Yeah, they don't they don't like her in in that role, but they love her in the like. Oh yeah, little girls look up to me. Roll, just put her on TV. I think she's good. Yeah, I she, think she's really good. I, I mean, every she, role that she has, she fills well. I and think. she's good. She's good enough on the mic. Like she's not. She's not stellar, but she can cut a promo, have it be natural, and you know, is entertaining. Does, does a great job of being a face. And mm-hmm. I mean, how many girl faces do we have right now? Sasha Banks is like teetering. Yep, Becky, Brie. That's it. I mean, who? What other women are wrestling aside from Naomi, Tamina, both heels? Uh huh. Lana, right? Uh, Charlotte and Lana for some reason is feuding against Brie Bella. Yeah, for WrestleMania. Why WrestleMania? Okay, but what made them not like each other? WrestleMania. Oh, okay. Fuck you. Yeah, it'll be a good pre-show match. Will it? No. <laughs> if I was in WrestleMania and I had to watch Lana versus Brie, I'd be really upset. Yeah. How much should I pay for these seats? Cool. Uh, <laughs> next we get Wyatt versus Lesnar. Bray Wyatt comes down, he cuts a promo, and he says that uh, he made a deal with the devil, and now it's a handicap match. Luke Harper and Bray Wyatt against Brock Lesnar. And uh, nothing has made Bray Wyatt look weaker than this match. Uh, Why did they beat <coughs> this to begin with? So... Brock Lesnar comes down with Paul Heyman. Mm-hmm. Paul Heyman does the introduction for Brock Lesnar fighting out of the Conqueror's Corner. Nice. Like, it, it was awesome. The crowd was super hot for it. Brock Lesnar's incredibly intimidating. Bray Wyatt starts this matchup against uh, Brock Lesnar and then immediately goes and tags out to Luke Harper 
And then Luke Harper just uh, wrestles this entire match while Bray Wyatt watches on the outside looking scared as shit. Yep. It was... Nothing has made him look weaker than this. Yeah. Nothing. Oh, yeah. I mean, first of all... You know who looks strong in this? Luke Harper. Luke Harper. Luke Harper looked awesome in this match because he ate German suplexes and got back up. Mm -hmm. Brock Lesnar starts starts hitting suplexes on Luke Luke Harper. Luke Harper hits two super kicks, a discus clothesline, a running boot, and then another super kick. Damn. He, like, he threw everything at Brock Lesnar, and then Brock Lesnar hits more German suplexes in an F5. And that that's it. Yeah. So, I guess that... I guess Bray Wyatt and Brock Lesnar will meet eventually? I, I Or guess? something? I don't, I don't know. Because you're having Bray Wyatt teased as a title, world heavyweight title contender this guy doesn't win shit he's and, not teased for anything but i mean like they, they've been putting him like in in the ring with triple h brushing off the title like getting all over like in his face and i'm just not believing any of it i don't think bray wyatt has looked good in a year and a half yeah maybe two years since he since he faced cena in that um in that last man standing, last match. Man standing match he hasn't looked Credible at all. Yeah. He feuded with fucking um, Roman Reigns, and that was dumb. Feuded with Dean Ambrose, and that never ended. Mm-hmm. That never ended, and now he's facing who at WrestleMania? Yeah, I don't know. I'm sh- he'll probably be in the Andre the Giant Battle Royale with all the all the Wyatts. Yeah, he'll probably win that. Why not? I guess. I mean, that's the only way you can give this guy a fucking win, I guess. Give him that win. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Like what he What an interesting character that they have no idea what to do anything with and so they just fuck it up and bungle it like at every turn. He was when he came out, like remember how exciting it was? Oh, like, it was he a, would come out. Yeah, yeah, do you remember Yeah, do you remember when he had a feud with someone that he could win and it was the Wyatts against the Shield and it was fucking incredible and everybody chanted this is awesome before the match even started? Mhm. 2 years ago. Ta-da. 2 years ago to the date. <coughs> Ta-da. Well, no, I don't know if it's to the date, but it was the pay-per-view right before WrestleMania around this time. And I remember we watched that match again before WrestleMania 30, and Eric went, this will be better than any match we see tonight. And WrestleMania 30 actually was better than uh, we all expected it to be. it's true. But, man, like, just do something with the talent you have, especially since the roster is so thin right now. Yep. Create new feuds. Have a tournament. Do something so that everybody on the roster is doing something. Because nobody is doing anything unless they're in a title picture, and half of them shouldn't even be in a title picture. I agree. I agree. <clears throat> so that's Brock Lesnar against uh, Luke Harper mm-hmm. and Bray Wyatt. Except Bray Wyatt didn't do anything. Cool. There you go. Tight. Conqueror. Yeah. <clears throat> Zane comes out. The crowd seems mixed. Yeah. They knew Enzo and Cass. It was like they didn't know Sami Zayn as well. Which is. Strange, because... I mean, I guess he's been injured. But he's... I mean, he's Canadian. Hometown hero kind of thing. I I guess. Just because someone's from America, I don't like him. Yeah, but it, I think it's it's different because it's a, an American product. Like, if it was a Canadian product and it was, like, the, the one American guy there... That's true. That's true. That's you know, true. Like, you had Stardust, who people knew but didn't care about. And then, yeah, Sami Zayn, who I just felt like... Maybe they weren't expecting, or mm-hmm. I, I didn't know why they booked this I wasn't, match. I wasn't expecting it. Uh, to be fair, he was following a Brock Lesnar match, and what are you going to... That's a popcorn spot. Yeah. Yeah. So it sucks that <clears throat> he was he was put here. I think they should have switched this with the Divas <coughs> match. No. With, no, the Divas match was awesome. Yeah. Because the Divas match was awesome. They should have switched this with... Uh, what was the match before the Divas match? 
Uh, before the Divas match was Enzo and Cass. Damn. Yeah, he was just kind of fucked on the card, huh? Yep. Never mind. Yep. Building a card's hard, man. It's really hard. <laughs> yeah. I think there's an art to it that a lot of people don't. Mm-mm. They don't understand. Like, building a card that is, like, knowing where to put what so people can get up and stretch their legs to come back and get, right, like, settled in for, like, a big match. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Because, yeah, that's a tough spot. You're sandwiched between, like, the two main event yep. matches. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, the two matches that were advertised. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Sami Zayn against Stardust. Stardust does a cartwheel. I like Cody a lot. <clears throat> we were talking about this yesterday. Yeah, he can be bigger and badder than this, and he's just kind of like stuck in this weird purgatory role. I have nothing against the character Stardust. Mm-mm. I like the character of Stardust. Yeah. I think if they did anything with him, he would be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. The problem is they don't do anything with him. He's just kind of like yep. a guy who's there. Remember when he had the Ascension for like a week? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was like, okay, put him with the Ascension then, and then have him like run roughshod over like the tag world. I Like you have... The ability to do shit. I just don't know why you don't do shit. He could be real. If he drops this gimmick and goes back to being Cody, yeah, maybe. Or he's just back to where he was before. Like, I don't know what you do because when you don't write a story for guys, then they just exist. Mm-hmm. What, what are they supposed to be? I Yeah, I don't know. And, I, and I'm and i bummed about Cody because we, we were talking about this, like I said, before we... Uh, we watched this like way earlier in the day. We were just saying like he either needs to drop the gimmick or something else because Cody is a good talker, a great wrestler. He's serviceable, and there's nothing for him to do. And they need to change him around again with the little like roster that they have right now. Yep, John Cena's not even going to wrestle at WrestleMania. Yeah, he'll. I'm. Sh- I'm sure he'll show up. For something, and he'll be there, of course. It's John Cena. He's not going to totally miss a WrestleMania. Yep. But there's no way he's going to wrestle. He's still, what, two, three months before coming back off that rotator cuff injury? And, like, Cesaro's injured. Uh, You just get get something going with these guys who haven't had anything going in a while because that's how you cycle through this stuff. Uh That's what they did in in the Attitude Era on WWE that I always thought was good. Somebody was injured, somebody came up. Somebody fucked up like you know the curtain call <laughs> then you have stone cold getting the push like there was always like they said it was like a shark mentality <coughs> yep there's always somebody going for that spot and uh and man there's just nothing nothing everything is just sitting <laughs> it's just it's a lot of stagnation and and the stuff that they try to get going yeah you're just like i don't why do i suddenly have to care about brock lesnar versus bray wyatt yep like yeah that was a fun match but then oh no it's a handicap match uh then and then you don't even get bray wyatt to wrestle mm-hmm. so it's like okay so that was dumb. Which is weird because they advertised it the whole time as Bray Wyatt versus Brock Lesnar, mm-hmm. and then they didn't touch each other. Yeah, it was <clears throat> it was such a cop out bullshit booking that like yeah they didn't know how to get out of it, so they just didn't do it. Yeah, <laughs> which if that was the point of it, if you had Bray Wyatt being <coughs> a believable heel at the time, which still I'm confused how they're using Brock Lesnar. Is he face? Is he heel? Is he just Brock Lesnar? I mean, I know he's a spectacle regardless, but. I mean, I still want to be invested into the yep. character of it. Mm-hmm. When going into WrestleMania 30, so excited for, for Brock Lesnar because I knew he was a heel and I knew he was going to lose. Yep. And boy, was I wrong. And that was great. Yep. So, there you go. Same thing with Cody. Do something with him that's exciting. Like, he yep. used to be in Road Scholars. He was, like, like really entertaining when he was with Goldust. Yep. When, he had, when he had, like, the mask on before, when he had, like, the broken nose. Yeah. But, like, when he was dashing Cody Rhodes and we had, like, the mask on after that and he got, like... You know, he went heel and everything like that. I don't know. I just, I think that you can keep Stardust. Book him. Yeah. Book anybody. Book past the week. Yep. Or past the night. Yep. Uh, So, 
Heat on Sami Zayn throughout like this whole match. Uh, Stardust hits the Billy Goat's Curse, which is a Colt Cabana move. It's the uh, it's the Boston Crab, mm-hmm. but you're facing the same way they're facing. Oh yeah, yeah. It's called the Billy Goat's Curse. I like that move a lot. I've, I've always liked that move. It's very cool. Um, top rope superplex by uh, Stardust. Zayn fires up. Hits a dive to the outside. Hits a blue thunder bomb. Uh, Stardust goes for Queen's crossbow, and then. Uh, it gets tossed off. He hits the disaster kick. Sami Zayn fires up again and hits the Haluba kick. Here's my biggest complaint with the whole roadblock event. Mm-hmm. Sami Zayn's whole shtick is that he's the underdog, right? Right. He's fight. He's the underdog and he's got to come back or whatever. That works mm-hmm. when it's against guys who are high on the card. Yeah. When it's against a guy who literally hasn't had a match on Raw in months... And the last time he was on Raw, he was just getting beat by Titus O'Neil, who isn't on Raw. Your underdog shtick doesn't fucking work. I agree. And it makes you look like a chump. You look like a schmuck. You look like the most average fucking guy in the world. Yeah. Dude, you almost couldn't beat Stardust. You almost couldn't beat Stardust. Yeah. We're just talking about how Stardust is booked to be nothing. Yeah. And you almost didn't beat him in story. Right? Mm-hmm. How does that get anyone over anywhere? I don't know. And I and I would really hate to see Sami Zayn come in and... You could have wrestled a, a super competitive yeah. back-and-forth match. Mm-hmm. Have him face Neville. If, I mean, I know he wasn't there, but like... Or maybe he wasn't. I don't know. But have him face Neville. Have him face somebody like that. Somebody that they that you've seen on NXT, but if you haven't been watching NXT, you know, this is a great way to also tie into your product. Because that's the whole point of this. You have the crossover of the NXT guys being uh, on the main roster, in quotes, and then you have, you know, that little bit of a shine. Have them be like, oh yeah, Neville and, and, and Sami Zayn wrestled for the NXT Championship in one of the most spectacular matches, and now they're here, let's see how they fare when they're on the main roster, and then they can step it up a bit, and it can be more believable, because it's a back-and-forth wrestling match. I just think you could put, you could sub in someone who's higher on the card than Stardust, and have the same exact match, and I would not have this complaint. Right. The problem is, it's fucking Stardust. Yeah. Also, who? Who else? Yeah, exactly. Like, who else on the card? See, that's why it should have been, like, Sami Zayn versus uh, Y2J. And if Sami Zayn loses here, it's like, oh, you fuck you, Y2J. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, two Canadian guys fighting, and then, like, Y2J wins by, you know, some bullshit screw finish. Or Ryback. Could have been Ryback. Dude, that would have been cool. See, I don't know. I Because Ryback just, means nothing, but at least he's a big guy that's hard <coughs> to fight. It's it, a, it's a fight. At least he's on TV and he wins. Yeah. Uh, that's it. I don't know. It was just like, I don't get that shtick. It doesn't make sense to me. Uh, and now it's main event time. Yes. Ambrose versus Triple H. The crowd's pretty split uh, between the two, which, which, I is, thought, which I thought was interesting. That's always good. Uh, Ambrose taunts Triple H by laying on the top rope like HBK. I thought that, <laughs> I thought that was really cool. Ambrose is great. Their CM Punk chants, uh, they get booed out of the building. Uh, the CM Punk chants. Good. I thought that was nice. Uh, Ambrose starts targeting the leg. He drop kicks the leg in the ropes and then slams it into the turnbuckle and then hits a chop block. Uh, they start talking about, the commentators start saying, uh, this is his game plan. And then Michael Cole goes, Dean Ambrose doesn't come into these matches with a game plan. He finds something and he targets it like while he's in the match. He's, you know, he's crazy, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was, I thought that was good storytelling for mm-hmm. the character. Yeah. Uh, Triple H locks in a crossfade. He locks in a 
Double uh, arm. Like. It, it was, it, I mean, it's it's a crossface, but it's not the Crippler crossface. Mm-hmm. The Crippler crossface has like the arm bridged out. It, it's a crossface like, like Sasha Banks uses. Mm-hmm. And then he pulls the arm over and keeps the crossface locked in. And then he pulls the arm over again. And then he locks in the ring of Saturn. Like, oh, where yeah. the fuck did that come? Triple H locked in the rings of Saturn. That's cool. What? That, I remember. And then he was yelling at him. They yep. were yelling back and forth. I yep. thought that spot was yep. so cool. Uh, Triple H hits a big spine buster. Heat on Dean Ambrose. Uh, they do this the thing where Dean Ambrose tries to get any kind of shine going, but he keeps getting cut off like three moves in. Yeah. He'll hit a, he'll hit a couple of punches and then hit the ropes and all this stuff and, you know, that kind of reversal. Uh, he finally makes his comeback when Triple H goes for his knee to the face. He hits that and uh, Ambrose staggles, staggers backwards and hits the Nigel clothesline. The little loop-de-loop clothesline. Yeah. Uh, Suicide dive to the outside by Ambrose, but he gets stopped with a right hand by Triple H. Triple H starts taking the table apart. There's a pedigree attempt on the inside of the ring. It gets reversed into a figure four. That was cool. And the crowd starts going nuts for that. That was a really cool spot. That gets broken up, and then Dean Ambrose goes for a sharpshooter. (laughs) I thought that was really cool. So they're both pretty exhausted. They're both down. They both try to get up, and then all of a sudden, Dean Ambrose hits dirty deeds out of nowhere. Yep. I read it in all caps. Dirty Deeds 3 count. Like, the ref counts 1, 2, 3. Mm-hmm. The place fucking explodes. Then the ref immediately stands up and starts waving it off, going, no, 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 your feet were under the ropes. Your feet were under the ropes. There's no, like, you didn't win. Yeah. Sorry. Which they were because were they don't show a replay yep. of it. Yep. They it, His feet were not under the ropes, mm-hmm. just so everybody's aware. Uh, Triple H goes for the distraction roll-up, but there's a kick out. The crowd totally bought it. Ambrose should have hit the ref with Dirty Deeds. I agree. We were talking about that last night. I remember that. When, when he got in the ref's face and went for like the distraction, and Triple H went for like the distraction roll up or whatever, mm-hmm. he should have hit the ref with dirty deeds. Yeah. But I mean, uh, he would have been disqualified and the match would have been over. Tri- no. I, I, no, I disagree. I think you could have, I think you could have kept it going uh-huh. and it doesn't matter. I think he could have hit the ref with dirty deeds and, the re- and that ref could have been out the whole time and another ref doesn't need to come down until the three count. I see. That's, I mean... That would have been way cooler. It You're doesn't right. make... You're absolutely it right. It doesn't make any sense for Dean Ambrose to be that pissed and not hit his finish on that ref who fucked up. Or, the ref fucked him out of the title. Yep. Or at least, like, shove him or, like, really get, nope. like... Nope. No. No. No, I, no. I agree. No fucking half measures. This half measure bullshit is why we're in the situation that we're in. You're right. No more half measures. Hit your fucking finish on the ref. Kill the ref. The ref fucked up yeah that's what that's what this is all made to look oh your feet were under the ropes so he he counted three and you thought you won and he's going no 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 the crowd's fucking pissed you're pissed the ref is going your feet were under the ropes fuck that hit him with your finish the crowd would have fucking exploded yeah if he would have hit that yeah like if he would have hit his finish on that ref and then got up screaming and yelling dude that would have been like the crowd would have been fucking nuts especially because at that point you could have triple h run up kick to the gut pedigree new ref comes in and exactly and then your match is over exactly you're pissed exactly you're right i'm I, i take back everything i said no shoves no half measures he should have done that. That would have been a much better finish. Instead, we get a distraction roll-up and a kick-out. Mm-hmm. Ambrose uh, goes for a suicide dive on the outside, and then a dive uh, from the top rope to the outside. And then while they're both down on their backs, Dean Ambrose starts doing the suck-it motion. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was awesome. Ambrose is great. Uh, Ambrose goes to dive through a table on Triple H, and then there's uh, he misses. There's a 10-count tease, and then Dean Ambrose barely beats the 10-count back in and gets hit with a pedigree. And then that is the end of Roadblock. Yep. There we go. Thoughts? 
Uh, Thoughts? Thoughts on Roadblock? Lackluster, poorly booked, nobody looked good or bad, none of it mattered, so why have it happen? And I hate to be so fucking negative. Like, I really, really hate to be this negative and just shit on a show the whole time. I really hate the fact that we're doing this. And I know I I probably say this every time that we get this negative about a show because I want to be excited about wrestling Mm -hmm. so bad. And then I'm like, maybe I'm just in a rut about wrestling in general. And then I'll watch Lucha Underground or I still haven't, um, you know, watched that two out of three falls match with uh with Zane and um with Zane and Joe with Zane and Joe because I thought it was I thought that match was re- I just quickly I thought that match was pretty good I liked it mm-hmm. uh at the time watching it I was really really into it when I look back at it it was very slow yeah like being watching it at the time it was slow mm. it, it was it took some effort to get into and everything but right. now that I've kind of stepped away from it I can definitely see that it was a very slow match it could have been ten minutes shorter and probably better for it Hmm. but ultimately i just feel like wwe just doesn't know what to do with anybody anywhere at any time right now and that sucks because this is the road to wrestlemania your biggest show of the year and we have three years in a row yeah three years in a row where like boy did they get lucky with that daniel bryan thing two (coughs) years ago like when they talk about uh remember last year at SummerSlam when they were talking about oh the main event fell into our lap that was that was wrestlemania for them, WrestleMania 30. Otherwise, WrestleMania 30 was supposed to be Batista versus Randy Orton for the World Heavyweight yep. Championship. Yep. Last year, you had Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns yep. for the World Heavyweight Championship. This year, you're getting Roman Reigns versus Triple H for the World Heavyweight Championship. No one is going to remember these two WrestleManias because they are there's nothing to be excited about yep. for, for them. Like, before you had at least... CM Punk, who was entertaining, and they were on that upswing in 2012 and 2011. Yeah. Like, now I just feel like they they got lost, and they have nowhere to go. I agree with that. I mean, the I think the thing you'll remember is Shane McMahon versus The Undertaker. I think that's going to be memorable because it's Shane McMahon always puts on a memorable match. Otherwise, I mean, you don't know who Brock Lesnar is facing. Yep. Or, I mean, you have Brock Lesnar versus Dean, Dean Ambrose, Ambrose. Yep. But that's not going to be the match we all want it to be. And then you have the main event, which is gonna just be a dud, in my opinion. You don't have you don't have a way to to, <coughs> to fucking even get out of it with um with a cash in again. Yep, exactly. Yeah, you. I so I guess we're just going all 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 engines blasting forward, full steam ahead. Uh, let's get a couple of emails mm-hmm. from Ben. First one's from Ben from England, English Ben, uh, gentle Ben. It, hey lads, don't do that. In my opinion, this is the worst kind of event. A solid four out of ten. I if agree. The show is good. Perfect, but a really if a show is good, perfect. But if a really bad show can sometimes be really, enter, but a really bad show can sometimes be entertaining, like Halloween Havoc 1995 with the Yeti and mm-hmm. such. And when you have a show that is just all right, it is far worse, usually being pretty boring and forgettable. It wasn't all bad to be fair. Both the New Day and the NXT tag matches were fun, especially the NXT match, which was a which was as good, if not better, than their encounter in London. Jericho's promo was pretty good, and the Wyatt's-Lesnar match was a fun little match, even if the execution was fucking bizarre. <laughs> I feel so bad for Sami Zayn, as it was not his fault the crowd didn't care, they just uh, were given no reason to give a shit about Stardust at all, but still, those five fucks, oh, those five fucks who chanted yeah. JBL can get in a car fire. Wow, Jesus. Man. I mean, I agree. They shouldn't have been chaining JBL. <laughs> Main event was very okay until the ending, which was pretty good. Poochie kind of worked 
like a face the whole time, but whatever, that's his thing. <laughs> As I said, overall, this whole thing was hurt by a uh, lack of any real stakes and a lack of a lot of talent who I'm guessing were on the other show. Owens and AJ apparently had a very good 30-minute Iron Man match for the IC title uh, that you can find on YouTube. Honestly, who cares? We'll all likely forget what happened uh, in like a month. Keep up the good work, boys. Ben Thank from you. Thanks. You're Ben, you're right. Uh, another email from Will. Will says, Cole loves the revival. I've never heard Michael Cole oh, I've never heard Michael Cole organically lose his shit like when Scott Dawson shoulder tackled Enzo out of the ring. I love those guys. Will, aka Chad. <gasps> Chad! Son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. Fucking knew it was him. How did we bookmark the show the, or bookend the show with the you, him and you? You mother, you motherfucker, you, you piece of shit. Last one for Martin. 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 I'm really looking forward to episode 100 next week. God damn it! Fuck God it. damn you! Fucking piece of God shit. damn Martin. Fuck. God. Martin and Chad. Fuck piece of shit. God damn it. Well, guys, that's it. Uh, episode number paper review five. Wrestle party. Fuck you. Uh. <laughs> Paper review five of WWE Roadblock. Uh, it's in the books. We did it. Uh, guys, if you want to get a hold of us, uh, hit us up uh, on Twitter at Go Home Show, Facebook.com slash the Go Home Show, the Go Home Show dot Tumblr.com, Go Home Show at Mega64.com is the email address. Uh, you can listen to this on YouTube if you like, youtube.com slash Eric Bedour. Uh, we usually stream Tuesday nights at 745 at twitch.tv slash Mega64podcast. Uh, but in the meantime, we will uh, not be because I'm not going to be here. So uh, come out to C2E2 if uh, you two want to. So uh, come out and say hey, and uh, that'll be it. Brian, uh, episode paper review five. Wrestle party. Shut up. Is in the books. Is there anything that you want to say to these folks uh, before we uh, before we get done here? Uh, just uh, going to get on home, listen uh, to Stevie Wonder's song. If you never heard it, not superstition, go home.